You're listening to the podcast for grain merchandisers by grain merchandisers. Join us in our good humored attempt to serve as a voice of reason in an industry fraught with misconceptions and half truths. And now, from deep in America's heartland, this is the Elevator's Cut. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Elevator's Cut. I'm one of your hosts, Roger Gaddis. Hey, Roger. I'm one of your other hosts, Jason Wheeler. Welcome, Jason, to the recording booth. Yes, we're back at it. It's a sunny day in January here. We started the new year and, you know, it's that time of year for this this sort of thing. <laughs> Cold? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So much for evergreen episode. <laughs> yeah, everything slows down, right? Uh, on the in the grain side, which means everybody wants to put their meetings on. Conference season, a lot is of upon conferences, us. a lot of carpet picks. If you follow Roger on Twitter, you'll see a bunch of yeah pictures of his nice socks and shoes with with carpet. And in my opinion, it's just so he can show his socks and shoes off and show everybody he's a fancy man. Sweet socks. <laughs> But anyway, and then and then they goad me into trying to do it too, and then make fun of my socks and shoes because <laughs> I'm a freaking redneck. Uh, uh, it's fun times. It nice. People, people, you know, honor the spirit of the thing, and they submit their own carpet season picks. It's it's, 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 it's yeah. Thing. There's a few more submissions that have happened by more people who have uh, good, better fashion than me. So it's yeah, a worse carpet. <laughs> So, as Jason said, it's, it's, it's kind of slow. We're in that little interim between, you know, all the holidays and coming off of that and about to fire up hitting the road and meetings and all that that entails. So we thought we'd take some time here and rant, as we have been known to do, yeah. about things, mysteries, if you will, of what's going on today and every day in yes. the grain business. That's right. And we've uh, been talking a lot about opening calls uh, last couple episodes. This is Roger, I don't know, he's got something in his we, crawl, we, as we like yeah, to say. Yeah, we've got to find calls. the, where did this come from? What's the genesis of opening calls? Who first was sitting down and thought, you know what? <laughs> the world would definitely be better if I could tell people what I thought would happen before it happened in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite a deal, but brace I, yourself. So in doing show prep today, as I do multiple <laughs> hours, as you guys all can tell that we do before these shows is I, of course, went to uh, my favorite place on the corner of the Internet called Grain Market Discussion in the metaverse, I think is what it's called now. Can right? you imagine if we all had <laughs> VR goggles in there, what we would see? <laughs> This is a great oh, man. So uh, it is. Uh, Meta owns Facebook. It's green market discussion on Facebook. It's, that guy was a pretty good ball player. I've been told. <laughs> there you go. We are. So I, I I popped open, and the first thing I see is a guy, or probably uh, <laughs> I don't even know who the original poster was, but said any opening is three words. Any opening calls? Question mark. And obviously, this was put on last night, the Sunday night before the big Sunday. I mean, we've had weekend full of news and uh, speaker votes moving and things, and weather's Brazil, happened. Brazil is falling or something, and it's 
it's wild. So there's no telling what could happen, right? All the things can happen. So there you go, Rogers. The, to answer your question, why do we need opening calls? I mean, for for days like yesterday, where it's kind of like, well, what's going on? I forgot. And Place anyways, so we uh, it, it led to some good discussion on grain market discussion. Uh, and with a and group of people. So I had some good stuff to read. So one guy, Mark Gold, are you familiar with Mark Gold? I've heard the name. Uh, I have now today, before today, I didn't, which is apparent. Reading this is, uh, I should be embarrassed not to, not to know it, I guess. But anyways, Mark Gold said on Mark to Market Friday, he said uh, $2. Wait, wait, wait. Mark to Market is a show or an accounting procedure? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Uh, the one he spoke on was probably not the accounting procedure. It's probably the show. Anyways, he says we're going to have $2 corn and $3 beans. American dollars? Yeah. I think that's less than what it is now. So he's, he's calling for a bold move. For, then uh, this one guy who might be talking about his brother or someone named Bubba. We don't know. But he says Bubba is still bullish on all four commodities. $10 corn, $15 wheat, $20 beans, and $150 oil. Don't tell coffee or cotton <clears throat> or lumber if they're not included. <laughs> so um, anyways, that was good. But, but here, here's, uh, here's something I thought our listeners could enjoy. Because uh, we have. Opening calls go. So this was about uh, last night's opening call. That what I'm about to read to you here. So it's an opening call. It's already but happened. Whenever you're listening, you may have just found our podcast and it's the year 2047. And you're going back. Congratulations. And <laughs> Congratulations, but also I'm sorry. And we're probably dead by now. But anyways, you've been looking at my life calendar. <laughs> yes. So anyways, if you have what I'm about to read to you can be used for Today's opening call, whatever day you're in, let's you can use it. You know, you guys seen Back to the Future and what Biff did. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. There's <laughs> right. a book that says what'll happen. Write you just down. put all the money on it. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. I would definitely lean towards a softer to lower opening in the grains after the gains we saw this past Friday. However, if that were not to happen and markets open in the green, we could expect to continue to see them strengthen into the day or days until we eventually see the bulls succumb to the bears and we see lower prices going forward until something else happens. End quote. That's perfect. That. That's no, quite that a, is the, the evergreen opening call right there. I mean, it will do the thing until it maybe does the other thing, and then eventually <laughs> it will go back to do the other thing. But if it does the opposite, then look out for it doing that until also. it does it. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? This is but okay. So we've had years of people doing opening calls, right? It's a it's it's finally led to this where we have. You don't have to do them anymore. You it's can't done. argue it. It's, they are done. It's logic. Opening calls are complete. You could, you know, those uh, things that AI generate 
stuff. We should have AI generate the <laughs> opening calls. Opening call. But it, it would be this. It would be this. This algorithm read a thousand opening calls, and here's what it comes Oh, it, I mean, uh, you can't attack and bull run. You can't, Green you can't beat that. <laughs> arrow up, arrow down. Bulls and bears fight a lot, but and sometimes they even meet in nature. Seriously, I don't know. Do they? I've never seen a bull on a bear farm. I'm just saying. I've never seen a, a run of the bears. <laughs> Running of the bears. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you search running to the bears on GMD, you'll find something about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyways. Um, so that, there were, that, that felt really good. That was a good uh good little bit there. Um, but anyways, I there there was a, a good a good little ditty here from from one comment on a different post, also about Mark Gold, which is a new find of a, apparently he's bearish. He does goes to the running of the bears or doesn't go to the running of the bears. I don't know. But anyways, this guy says, after listening to a Mark Gold commentary, you're ready to call the banker and throw in the towel. Then Sue Martin comes on after listening to, and after listening to her, you put the banker on hold while you call John Deere and order all new equipment and call the neighbor to purchase the three quarters that adjoin you. In pretty quote. good. Uh, might go up, it might go down. It's amazing. Let's the, get emotional. The extremes here. It's like there's nothing happens in the interim. So here's what I appreciate about that. Why scenario. don't you buy a gleaner and go buy two acres? So that's a made up scenario. But here's what I appreciate about it is it's not just getting emotional. It's actually taking action. Like this guy is not only do I think it's going down, I'm going to sell my farm. And then not only do I think I'm going up, I'm going to buy everything because it's so great. At least, hey, it's action. Actionable. Actionable noise. It's not really, but of course, nobody actually does that. They just worry about it. Well, that's just like people going to leave Twitter to go to parlor. It never really happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could, in theory. That's what we're supposed to do. Well, they went to Truth Social. So here's parlay <laughs> boo. So here's the thing: is all you know? It's a recurring theme on here. I wonder: Do you think anyone takes action on any of this stuff? Like the, action as in, hey, this is an important decision for my business. I should yeah. make off of a Facebook post. The action of, you know, need more blood pressure medicine because I'm fired up about this. Somebody's out to get me. The, the truth is, it's, yeah, it's. You it's, know how they have slot tournaments at casinos and there's all these boomers sitting around just banging away on the little mm -hmm. buttons like, you know, Pavlov's dogs or something and hear the bells and keep doing it. Can you imagine if instead of a one-armed bandit machine in front of these, it was just GMD? Everybody was they were posting and was like looking at the person that was posted in their eye, just seeing how many of these posts we can get out in short order. Whoever has the worst take wins. <laughs> Do you think we could sponsor that? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, you know. I, you shouldn't compare it to the slot tournaments because they're actually doing something. The money's actually changing hands. An actual thing is happening, kind of. Actual yeah. losing as opposed to theoretical losing. <laughs> so, anyway, so that was our, our quick perusal. This of is GMD. the best way to start the new year, by the way. Heck, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyways, 
Also got uh, some colorful email this morning from, uh, you know, random email sender, random person uh, representing. A, I, I get on these email lists for intentionally. So you get on some <laughs> unintentionally, some you get on intentionally. I've gotten on some intentionally that I don't want to get off that they like send out. It's local elevators send out their bids and things like that and uh, updates. So, you know, stuff's broke. Don't come in today or something, eh, you know. Color is my day. It's great. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I got one this morning about free DP. And so, of course, you did. I love that. That's always a hot topic. People are so fired up about. Now, let's let's before we lose people in the jargon, because this, yeah, you know, this, this is, you know, not layman's terms. Free means no cost. It's a, free is a four-letter word that starts with F. Right. Is uh, what it is. Go ahead. Uh, DP uh, deferred pricing. You may call it price later. Some mm-hmm. people will even call it no price established. It all depends where you're at in the world. So free DP, free deferred pricing, and again, it's elevator gets t- or buyer, whoever it is, and it'd be an elevator, could be an ethanol plant or whatever, gets title to the grain. And the seller, which would be the farmer in this case, because I don't think commercials do DP with other places. I guess you can read DP stuff. It's not yeah. very common. But. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they can price it whenever they want in exchange for usually a fee or something like that. It's kind of like storage, but the title is legally passed on to the buyer. So free DP is, is, is no cost deferred pricing. So the, either the grains in in and then it switched from storage to DP or the farmer brings in off the farm to the elevator's time of year and puts it on DP. Well, there's no charge to do it. So the farmer's like, I can empty the bin now. Right. I'm going to take it this place anyway, get rid of it. And then I'll just price it, call up whenever the price is up and price it and, you know, be done with it. And I don't have to worry, you know, it's already moved. I'm not doing anything else. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but what doesn't make sense about it, Jason? Well, you know what? Back to the what does it? The year we're in right now, we we have flatter. Well, it's inverted. I just looked right before we started. Every corn, corn's inverted. Beans, beans are, are inverted. Close. Yeah, I mean, definitely out into the summer, there's there's inverses and stuff. Soft so, wheat's the lone holdout. So, from a commercial standpoint, yeah, uh, anything you can get on DP, that means you can sell it before you buy it. Mm-hmm. sell it and ship it before you buy it from the farmer. Now you stay hedged on all this. So the price risk, so hopefully the price rallies a bunch while the farmer's waiting to price it and he gets a much higher uh, price to sell. And you'll be able to pay him that fine because you're hedged. And which means you got long, you sold the grain, you got long future. So we get a big rally, your futures account gets a bunch of money that you'll be able to pay the farmer uh, for, for that. But the, the other thing the inverse tells us is one, basis probably doesn't have a lot of more, a lot more upward mobility into it. And I'm not talking about a spread chart with no spreads in it, or Maybe sorry, base, basis chart with no spreads in it. I'm talking about, um, you know, on the yearly, sure. yearly basis Long chart, term. it's not going to be going up real crazy uh, once we have inverses. Now, We've talked to this in other episodes. It's not really the conversation for today. But anyways, basis, the value of the basis could be a really high number. But after the inverse, it's going to be eaten all the way. So for the merchandiser, it's great to have DP bushels you can ship right now. Get short the basis before the inversions hit. 
So, so that's why. So, of course, you would want to incentivize free DP. That's great. Now, a bunch of people have really strong opinions about why that's so evil and somehow steals from the farmer. Um, now, it's free and it steals from him still. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's hard to ma- wrap your mind around. Because what the elevator is going to do is, is Shanghai them on the basis. They're now gonna, they're locked in and they can't do anything because there'll never be another bushel delivered ever again. And the elevator can just treat all their customers terribly and without regard for future relationships, right? Apparently. That's what I hear. Yeah. I've never seen it really happen. But. So, and what I, and I get the the concern, right? All right. Now I can't go load those bushels back out because the elevator is going to sell them if I'm the farmer. So if you just decide, I don't care that ABC down the road is a dollar 12 over, I'm paying a dollar under and you can't do anything about it. Do, 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 you know, or whatever. Well, great. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, I don't. So I, that is a, a concern people have, like Roger said, I mean, if you'd love to ruin your relationship, there's only so many people in this business. I mean, you can't. You only have so many farmers in your area to run off. Right. But so what what I have to to alleviate those fears. So for the elevators listening, even for the farmers that are concerned about that, that are listening, a good way to do that is say you could put in the DP contract a guaranteed minimum basis of you could list a end user a agreed upon end user less freight or whatever. And some people so, do that. And some people do that and and it helps and, and honestly any elevator should be doing that anyways, but if you don't trust them to do that, one there's other things you need to look into, but if you don't try you want to put it in a contract, do it if you, if you can't get that trust to do it. I, I get it. But anyways, said all that. Now it's free and you do it what's now now what's the hold up why, why is it still bad and even if you do that and my point on it is not from the producer's standpoint you know they can set a target sell whenever they want it's from the elevator standpoint of the buyer here because you'll see sometimes and i think this is going back to that they'll do a free dp and then they'll set a a, a must price by date which makes sense you know that it, don't want to leave it open. Some people do. Some people leave it open and it can go as long as you want. Probably not going to be great for customer relations in the long run because as much rope as you give these guys, they'll use all of it. You know, that's just human nature. But when, when these policies come on, on these must price by dates, a lot of them just default to, Hey, we'll just do it for our fiscal year in. We'll get everything cleaned up and not having this carry over and make the books easier supposedly and all this stuff. Well, it just so happens that there's a fair amount of businesses whose fiscal year end is like end of July in the summer. And so they'll say, hey, this DP has to be priced by July 31st. If you look at a basis chart for about any commodity, this basis generally towards the high end of its range or the low end of its range at the end of July. Are you talking about, are you colluding against the farmer again? Apparently, I'm trying to force him to take the highest basis of the year. <laughs> but that's what happens. People don't look at it that way. You're right. But, you know, hey, you're setting a pricing date where they have to price by the high of what is typically the high nominal basis of the year. But, I mean, that's assuming they wait till the end. Do they? Do farmers <laughs> do that? 
Will they wait till the end? I don't even know you. Okay. <laughs> no, um, it, it, it's true though, right? So we know, I don't know what 90% of stuff, it's going to be wait. It's They're going to wait till the end, right? Of whatever the deadline is for, for anything. I'm not just talking about DP. I'm talking about anything. All right. So it's usually at the deadline when they finally are like, uh, you know, I give up. Just do it. Just do it. Um, so what Roger's saying, which is a phenomenal point that that is so often overlooked in this business, is if you know they're going to go until the deadline anyways, make the deadline at a time that works for you, right? October 15th. <laughs> right. Middle <laughs> of harvest, you know, basis will be low. So you say, how dare you make these guys take the lowest base of the year. In their arm how all the way to how dare you? But they I can will still price on June, July thirty first. Exactly. Nothing is nothing is keeping right. them from they just, what you're that. doing is giving them more time for free if if they'd like it. Um, so, but that's somehow that's un is that unfair, Roger? That's to give people more of a free thing mm -hmm. without taking away the opportunity they had with the other setup. I don't know what's fair. You more don't know what's for fair. less seems more than fair, right? Yeah, but it is, and that's what happens. So you know, if you look at it from the merchandiser standpoint, let's just take say it's beans, end of July. All right. So it's beans. Let's say it's beans. Let's say yeah, it's beans. Well, what happens at the end of July? You're dealing with a bean roll because August futures are about to go off the board. Heaven forbid you're using September, but I hear it happens. Uh, so you're going to buy these things at the end of July, and then you've got to deal with you got you know what does what does August no beans usually look like, Jason? What's that spread typically look like? Uh, looks like a big inverse looks most like time. A, a couple know, bucks here there. Sometimes I've downside. seen it. I've seen it three dollars and fifty cents inverted. Yeah. I think at times. So now you've got a thing you just bought. And then tomorrow is this huge inverse that you have to deal with either one way or another. That doesn't sound like a fun position to put yourself in. I'll make it up in the basis. <laughs> you know how I'll make it up are. in volume. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> More of the losing thing will win. <laughs> but so you've got something like that. Uh, you know, or the, it's just you're letting, and we get, we talked about this a little bit, letting the accountants make your merchandising decision. This is one of those ways. It may not be explicit, but it certainly is. And hey, we're month, year ends here. We got to get everything cleaned up here. Yeah, I'll clean them all up. You don't have to move your fiscal <laughs> year end or change your policy. Yeah. It's possible. You can change policies whenever you want. You're the man, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a wild thing, and and so many, so many people base their grain policies not off of what's profitable, but off of what will make the accountants happy, or or what they think will make the accountants happy. Yeah, accountants don't know what makes account. Them happy. Just tell them what's happening, and they got to account for it. You know, they'll figure it out. They'll they'll mark it to market or mark to myth. I don't hear there's <laughs> footnotes they can do. They can do all sorts of weird stuff, man. Just trust them. Gats. Trust gaps and yeah, the gaps. So, anyways, there we go. That, Solved. Just don't do it. Don't don't make people price in the middle of the summer. <laughs> that seems easy yes. enough. Yes, I agree.
Well, this has been a good topic to discuss. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a great segue right into our good. next topic of our 100,000th episode download. Yes, we, we'd like to thank everybody for listening over the year. I don't know how many years we've done this. Have we done this? A little bit. Somewhere between few and several. <laughs> anyway, we actually did, you know, first of the year, again, evergreen episode here. But uh, first of the year, we make our resolutions and stuff. And one of our resolutions is, uh, Roger texted me, do we still want to do, keep doing the podcast again? <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah, uh, let's so there do we it, go. Man. So, our, so we've resolved, resolved to, to keep doing it. And here we are. We've already we've finished this it. New Year's resolution. First Check I quit Wordle. Now I've done another podcast episode. I mean, this year can't get any better. You did it. So we're going to try to um, also, I we didn't write this down. Uh, but we'd like to do more consistent episodes, but we're coming up on travel season. So I'm already seeing uh, that. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go, but we didn't write it down. And I'm told if you don't write a goal down, it's just a wish. So this, this is my Jimmy wish. Verify that. Yeah. A, a dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep, Roger. So put all that together and, that makes sense. Hundred thousand <laughs> downloads. So hundred thousand downloads. We're appreciative for you. We didn't, you know. That's you incredible. Know. How yeah. do we know this? You worry that you, you know, would forget to memorialize uh, certain benchmarks you hit along the way. So yeah. we we wanted to before we forgot about that. Make sure we we memorialize it on the podcast. Appreciate everybody yeah. for downloading. So. Anyway, now what's the exact number count we're actually at? I think I looked this morning. I think we're at like uh, sixty-eight thousand nine hundred. So we're, we're, we might as well be at a hundred thousand. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're just getting there a little. I'm early. just saying we would forget when we exactly. got there, so we we'll go ahead and memorialize it now. We'll call this, you know, Look, we're thinking ahead. You don't have to do it later. It's good. So we we're having a good time out here. Yes. We're actually going to go to lunch today and celebrate. <laughs> May as well. Phil's going to pay for it, I think. So it'll be good. Uh, so what else you got on the list? That's today? it. We've exhausted the, the three things I wrote down. Okay. Unless we want to talk about why runs is so popular in places. Well, we'd have to have a guest. We need someone from Nebraska. None of us could, uh, could, figure that out no, runza beer rock what's the difference i don't know like i'm always i mean i don't have a taste for the finer things like roger but i but i do love a good hot pocket and you know i used to i when i first started at white commercial right out of college i used to live on hot pockets it was great but anyways oh that explains a lot <laughs> it does yeah uh my my uh, digestive system has never recovered but but you know, so I'm not I'm not too discerning when it comes. But I walked into a Runza in Nebraska one time after hearing the the uh, the big to do about it. About yeah, it. I'm like, all right, I'm in Nebraska. There's a Runza. I've never seen this. I like, I gotta go in. I go and I look at the picture on the menu. <laughs> it's like a hot pocket threw up, and I'm like, dude, I'm leaving here. I thought this was a burger place. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I've never had one of their hot, what? <laughs> hot dog sandwich <laughs> rolls, whatever. 
Golly. So I apologize to everybody in Nebraska. One, that you had to eat (laughs) that you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) But two, that you. This podcast is the runs of the podcast. (laughs) That you have to pretend that that's good. I don't know. And again, I didn't try it though. So here you go. Roger likes trying weird, gross things. And I've had one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There you go. Is it as good as it looks? I put it out of my memory. Okay. Well, uh, you can judge a book by its cover, it seems. <laughs> oh, good. Nice. Well, good. We've accomplished uh, our goals today, which was enraging several portions of our <laughs> listenership. Yeah. If anybody's left that hasn't been thoroughly, you know, if, we, if you make opening calls, eat runses, or have bad DP policies, <laughs> just call us up and tell us what you want us to, you know, to talk about so that you can hate us. Yeah, and, you can grind. That way you don't have to listen anymore. But you have to give us an example of something else we should talk about. Yeah. And so for God's we can sakes, disregard it. For God's sakes, y'all, Quisina Sprinkles. This is unbelievable. You shouldn't have said that. No, it's, it is. We've got, we're down to three. Just, three just and a half cans it. send us something like why don't people we can, Money? I think we, we have a lot of <laughs> listeners uh you know air quotes uh in <laughs> in megacoda and minnesota oh i know where this is going you want some uh where are the dots fisk <laughs> some lefty <laughs> some coochin you want some <laughs> hot dish uh but anyways no i i'm a big fan of the dots pretzels but anyways especially the mixed kind golly you better not but i've heard the purple ones are good the new purple bags yeah there you go i I haven't had them yet but anyways i don't know anything else you talk about roger no we should hang up now thanks for tuning in everybody all right we're gonna try to get some actual guests this year of circumstance we have a new friend that's uh that's a that owns a company now well he's not a new friend He's an old friend that newly owns a company now. We'll try to get him on the show. As always, thanks for downloading and listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with folks you know in the business. And if you'd like to reach out anytime about anything at all or have any show ideas, you can always find us on Twitter at Elevators Cut. Follow us there, tweet at us, DM us, and we'll always respond. Till next time, for Roger, I'm Jason. For Jason, I'm Roger. Thanks for listening to The Elevator's Cut. Oh!